the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. It's the show before Christmas here, and, uh, you know, we're not the Christmas police, and we don't like the Christmas police. We believe in Christmas, and, uh, you know, uh, it, it, it's it's a great time of year, unless you're in the stock market, but uh, the, uh, the, uh, the motto and a philosophy of the Max Out Saving Show is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to Save aggressively, invest conservatively. It's coming up on year in. Uh, we just released our our max out savings report. <laughs> if you did not get the report, uh, we really uh, worked to get it out this week. Uh, then maybe it's in your junk mailbox, or you might have changed emails. Uh, and because we're getting some of them kicked back from time to time, we have a uh, you know thousands of people on the list. So check it out if you haven't gotten the max out savings report. Go to our website maxoutsavings.com. Uh, and you can uh, sign up for the free report. Uh, it's maxoutsavings.com. But we wrote a, we, we talked in our report this week about uh, 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 about the markets and different things, and and which we're going to be discussing on the show this week. Yeah, really a tumultuous week. I think a lot of people missed it because of the Christmas holiday. Really, you know, tumultuous week is is a nice way of putting it. And uh, but we we kind of start off talking about the importance of if you're not saving 10 percent minimum plus the company match, now's the time to do it. Get a good start on the new year. Make your New Year's resolutions and decide this is going to year you're going to start putting away money. You don't need enormous amounts of money, but you have to have something. You've got to start somewhere. And if you're behind Now's the time to do it for the new year. And so this is the best thing I can say on the show today is make sure you're saving at least a minimum of 10%. Uh, <clears throat> we see the results of this all the time when people come into our office at Max Out Savings Advisors. Well, we help them manage their IRA rollovers and different types of uh, old 401k plans. If they're, they're retiring their IRA rollovers, uh, they're able to just save money over time in their, in their company savings plan and it builds up into millions of dollars so uh you know it's never too late to start now's the time to do it uh so uh and some plans by the way only let you change once a year so make sure you're set for the new year 10 percent plus the company match if you're over age 50 try to get it up to 15 percent if you're behind schedule i mean it's it that's really when the time you want to really start building it up in your 50s uh so uh we're talking about that 
We wrote a lot about the market this week. Uh, and, uh, you know, I hope you've been listening to the show. I hope you've been getting the newsletters. We've been writing a lot about these things uh, in uh, all year long for the last actually two years in the markets, kind of warning you what was coming down the way. And, uh, it, it, I mean, there's just not a not a good way to, 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 to spin this market this week. It was, uh, it, you know, it, it was down pretty much across the board. Uh, the worst week since the financial crisis in 2008, 2009, in, uh, which is you know, a decade. Uh, S&P was down 7%. The NASDAQ was down uh, over 8%. Uh, the Dow was uh, about 6.9% down. The Russell 2000 was down almost 8.5%. This is for the week, not for the month. Not This is for the for the week. And uh, a lot of people weren't paying attention I'm going to be discussing what's going on. Uh, we, we've been talking a lot uh, this week about the uh, about the uh, you know we just you know what's happening here and and, and just looking at some performance numbers from uh, <laughs> the other day. It, it's year to date, uh, the markets are are, are pretty much down. Across the board, I mean, there's just no other way to put this at all. In and almost every single asset class in in the world is down. In and this is some, and this is kind of unusual. Just you know, to give you some some ideas, the year-to-date numbers. Uh, there they are, right? There. The uh, the year-to-date numbers is the Russell 2000 is down 14, almost 15 percent year-to-date. The Nasdaq. New York Exchange composite stock down thirteen point eight percent, and and so the S and P is down nearly eight percent, and and it just goes on and on. And you're looking at the different asset classes, ninety three percent of the global asset classes are down year to date. These are numbers we've not seen since nineteen hundred, and. Uh, it's not. I don't want to give you an idea that the markets collapsed worse than any time since. That's not it. But what's unique about this is, is everything is going down. What didn't go down? Money market, cash, short-term bonds. Something we've been talking endlessly on the show about. In um, in writing in the Max Out Savings Report, our most recent Max Out Savings Report. You know, I, I write. You know, we've been telling you to go to cash, short-term. And it's no fun writing an investment report saying you should have higher levels of cash. You want to have short-term buy. I mean, it's just, it's much more fun to talk about the FANG stocks. Hey, this is it. You're going to make a fortune. It, 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 but that is the only thing that's worked. The only thing that has worked. I'm looking at all these asset classes here, large caps, small cap stocks, emerging markets. Uh, EFA around the world, preferred stocks, high yield bonds, investment grade bonds, long term treasuries. Uh, they're getting close to being up. Uh, aggregate bonds, <clears throat> merging market, REITs, uh, even gold was down. Commodities, down. Everything is down uh, across the board. Emerging market bonds, down. Cash, up. And, and, and so. What what's what is causing this? What is causing all the problems out there in in these markets? In in what what this is is this is kind of the the finally we've been pulling back on quantitative easing for two years. The Federal Reserve has been tightening money. You know the central banks pumped in between eight and ten trillion dollars over the last 
10 years trying to support asset prices, and, and you, eventually you have to stop. They took interest rates to the lowest level in 5,000 years of history. We don't have any history that goes back that, any further than that. They've done some research, kind of, they're able to sort of tell different things. The lowest in 5,000 years, negative interest rates in Europe, uh, a zero Fed funds rate or close to it, point. One five percent or something, free money, and and it pushed up asset prices, but it it came at a cost. Eventually, you have to end the, the you know you have to pull the punch bowl from the party, and 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 what we kind of have here is 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 now things are starting. It's going the other way, and you're starting to see things. <coughs> it's it, the tide lifted all boats, and now it, it's the tide is coming out, and and this is what we're having to deal with. In, in these markets today, and uh, and so the, the the end of quantitative easing, the quantitative tightening. You know, people have forgotten the Federal Reserve has been pulling fifty million dollars, billion dollars of of uh, bonds off of the market. So when the bonds come due, they just take the cash, and and that's pulling cash in, and and it's tightening up up the global money supply, and that's what's been pushing up asset prices. We we know we talked about this last year. Artificial that this was an artificial market. The 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 asset the zero rates and the quantitative easing by the central banks artificially pushed up asset prices. And what does artificial means? It means fake. It means not real. And so now that's coming to an end, and you're seeing the result of this. And so, and this is why you 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 you've seen sort of what what's happened this week. I mean, it's uh, and and this is why. Uh, this is why we're dealing with uh, some of the things that were, you know, actually up this week. Gold was up this week. And, and uh, so uh, uh, interest rates fell, so bonds started going up. Shorter-term bonds are the place to be, Corp- government bonds. And we also write about, we, we don't write about some problems we think are starting, the, the, the corporate bond markets are starting to freeze up. We'll be talking some more about that. But this is a live show. If you have a question about that, if you have a question about the markets, about your 401k, or really your IRA rollover, more, we do more with IRAs, IRA rollovers, uh, different things like that, trust, uh, give us a call here at uh, 713-339-1070. This is a live show, and uh, we're here to talk about that. The, uh, you know, so I'm going to be expanding upon that later this week. Uh, this week we had the, 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 the shutdown coming up and it's really fascinating. I, we were really busy this week. We had a ton of phone calls from listeners. We had calls from clients. We had an enormous number of calls from, uh, from people about the wall, surprisingly, uh, I can't. I, I had people calling me up, wanting to sit there and uh, have call, talk to my friends up in Washington. Say they have to do something about the wall. They're like Ted. You got to find someone in the White House. They cannot not build this wall. Where you know that'll be it for me. I we had call upon call, and and and, and what surprised me is how strong the Republican Party and the conservatives and the Trump people are for building that wall. I mean, they are, the, the American people want a, a wall up because in their mind, it means that we're going to have a border. If we don't build the wall, and I think in a, in a, in a lot of Americans' minds, a, 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 maybe 
30, 40 percent. I think no wall just means we're going to erase borders in the United States, and, and they're not ready for that, and nor that should they be ready for that. Every other country in the world has borders. There's no reason why we shouldn't have borders, and the idea that the Democratic Party is fighting to literally remove borders, and they're not going to tell you that, but that's what they want to do, is remove the borders, it, 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 it is absurd. We, we, you know, if, if this world goes into a global recession, we could have 50 million people from South America, China, and all over the world pouring into the United States, flooding the country. You have to have borders. Look, look, look what's happened to immigration. Uh, all around the world, it's causing problems. Financial Times made George Soros Person of the Year. And my first thought was, how ridiculous. I cannot believe they made George Soros. This guy has done more problems. What George Soros has done is almost single-handedly destroy globalism. And how he did it was convincing all these countries, and particularly Europe, to take in enormous amounts of refugees and, 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 and remove borders all over the world. The Europeans fought for a thousand years. It's actually longer than that if you look at history, to sit there and unify Europe. They finally get unified Europe. They have the European Union. They put it together. And how does it all end up breaking up? Because Angela Merkel, uh, convinced by George Soros and the bureaucrats in, in at the EU, all decided that they were going to sit there and have unlimited immigration into Europe. And, and, and the European people are revolting. Uh, Italy wants out. They're fed up with it. They're, they're, they're fighting over the budget. Uh, Macron was going to be the, 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 new, the new leader once Merkel was gone because the Germans are fed up with Merkel, so she's having to resign next year. Uh, so Macron was going to take over. Look what happened in, in France. The Yellow Vest protested. Millions of people turned out. They're fed up with all this stuff. They're fed up with high taxes. France has the highest, second highest tax rate in the world. Massive immigration. They're fed up with it. The European Union is closer to breaking up. They're talking real tough to the Brits about Brexit. Oh, like, this is a deal. You can take it or leave it. We don't care if you leave. Your country's going to fall apart. Yeah, if if they leave, uh, the UK's economy is going to suffer, but but the EU is going to fall apart and their banking system will likely collapse if that happens. That That's, that's the problem they've gotten themselves into. It, it, and so in a lot of it was never mind the high taxes and the ridiculous rules in Europe, but the immigration is what infuriated all these people. And we're seeing the same thing in this country with the immigration. The in, And George Soros did more to push through this immigration. And that's going to, he probably has done more to break up the EU than any, any person alive. So he should probably be man of the year. He's done more to bring populism to, to the world. He, he, he helped bring Donald Trump into the, into the United States. He's responsible for that. All around the world, in Brazil, the United States, in Italy, in, in Britain, everywhere, uh, Eastern Europe, uh, Globalism is being re- is being rejected. The idea of unlimited immigration, where you pay no attention to your own populace, is being rejected, and populism is on the rise. And that's leading to big changes. And we haven't even gotten to how it's affecting the markets with China and everything else. And we'll discuss that right after the break, right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. 
Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, really, the worst week for investing in the last decade was this week. And, you know, what what happened? It's just... Everything is sort of working against the the two years of quantitative easing has now starting to affect the markets. The Federal Reserve earlier in the week raised uh, the Fed funds to two and a half percent. Now, why did they do? I, I think I, I think that our situation is basically this: the way I see it, the global economy is slowing down. Europe is in trouble. They're fighting about Brexit. The uh, <clears throat> They don't have a strong hand to play. Their banks are in trouble over there. They had a decade to straight out that, straighten out their banking system. The United States did it in two or three years. The Europeans have still not been able to do it. Uh, they, they, they still have negative rates. They could be going into a recession with negative interest rates, which is something almost unheard of. I think the Federal Reserve, they need, I, I want to say, three, 350 to 400 basis points. Typically, it takes the they have to drop the fed funds rate to get it <clears throat> to get the economy restarted so it's about 3 and a half to 4% you you drop rates we we the fed looks at this and goes well let's bump it up to 2 and a half percent and uh, i think they think look the economy here is pretty good 
The Europeans are at negative rates in many countries over there. They got they they don't have any room to work. They're trapped, and uh, they waited too long. And, and so there's big problems. Europe is slowing down. Uh, you know, for all the 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 tough talk out of the EU, how they're going to kick you know kick out the UK, and UK is going to come begging back. <clears throat> the biggest market for German cars is 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 England, and and, and so. They're in real trouble over there. Uh, Italy's in trouble. Europe is in. Uh, France is in trouble. Uh, the UK has problems, but it's not just there. It's in. It's 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 also around the world. We're seeing a global slowdown in emerging markets as interest rates are going up and it's tightened up money and it's harder to get money over there. That's slowing down. Uh, and, and if you look at commodity prices, with the exception of oats and live cattle. In wheat, almost every single commodity is down across the board. Corn, corn, sugar, soybeans. Uh, the uh, let's see here. What a flip over to the next page here. Uh, gold, orange juice, soybeans, uh, crude oil. Crude oil is down fourteen percent. Lumber's down fourteen, fifteen percent. Uh, palladium, uh, copper's down twenty percent. Sugar's down. Uh, coffee's down. Uh, almost every asset, the, the, the commodity that these people over the world are selling, even gold sound a little bit, is off in the emerging market. So that's hurting them. Then if we go over to China, China is in, is in big trouble. They're, they're engaged in a trade war with us, which which as we write about in our, our, our Max Out Saving Report, is really an asymmetrical war, not a hot war, but they're basically using cyber warfare, technological theft, cyber theft, uh, taxes, uh, uh, inverse taxes to help out exporters. Uh, they're using uh, tariffs over there, everything they can. They're for, forcing uh, forced technology transfer. They're also engaged in forcing American companies to sell 51% of their Chinese ventures to Chinese. Everything they can to sit there and, and thwart the American companies and European companies and to make sure that the Chinese companies in another 10 years can sit there and decimate the American and European companies and they can dominate the world. It's a very shrewd strategy. China has been at war with the United States and Europe for the last 20 years. Nobody wanted to look at. They carefully, they carefully covered what they were doing. And, and, and so, and we write about this in our Max Out Savings Report that, look, these aren't trade talks. They're peace talks with the Chinese. The Chinese are going to have to sit there and back off their war with us. And it's, and it's a war in everything except fighting and guns. They're using every other tactic to try to destabilize the United States. And, and this is going to have to stop. And we don't need – look, we don't need a peace treaty with them. We don't need a trade truce with them. We, we The tariffs could go on and they could go higher. Understand, I was talking to – People, people last night, they're like, look, we don't have the manufacturing capacity. We don't have the supply chains in the United States. China has basically moved everything over to China, particularly in high tech. It's going to cost us money to get them back, but we have to get them back. And so, so this is a lot of uncertainty with China. China now has problems. But it's even worse for China. This is what nobody understands about China. 
China was going to a communist light, hey, capitalism light, you know, hey, we're we're opening up to the world. We're really not hardcore communists. We're really a capitalist thing. Uh, President Xi of China is moving the country back to hardcore communism and socialism in a centrally planned economy. If you're a small country company, you can get away with more capitalism, but bigger companies are all going under control of the of the Communist Party. Now, I submit to you, said, oh, look, Ted, the Chinese are so much smarter than this. They have 5,000 years of history. There's no way can, we can possibly compete with them. Where did we hear this before? You don't know. <laughs> yeah, we heard it in the 1930s from Nazi Germany, the Aryan race. They were superior. They had history and everything else, and they were going to come beat up, you know, dominate the world. We're hearing the same thing out of China. Show me one single country in in history that has done well under communism and socialism and boosted their economy. It didn't work for Russia. It didn't work for China originally under Mao. It didn't work for Venezuela. It didn't work for Cuba. It's not worked for Sudan. It's not worked for anywhere in the world that, that, that it's been. Look at Eastern Europe. Once they got out of communism, they boom. So somebody please explain to me how China going back to hardline communist, authoritarian, centrally planned economy is going to cause an economic boom in China. And the answer is it's not. And so their economy is starting to slow down. So globally, emerging markets are going down. Europe's in trouble. China's in trouble. People are looking at this and going, oh, no, we have a problem here, which we do. Now, here's the bright spot, the United States of America. Our economy is doing reasonably well. We have 3.7% employment rate. We have uh, consumer confidence has been very high. It'll probably go down after this week. Is our economy slowing a little? Yes. And so we're going to look for slower growth here, but I'm not convinced that we're going into a massive recession in the United States of America. We're looking at a possible slowdown. And, and the, the, the most dangerous thing about our I think we're in a reasonably good place, but, but the one flaw we have is a very badly divided political system where basically you have two sides, the Democrats fighting for socialism, and, and the Republicans fighting for capitalism. And, and, and so the battle here is starting to uh, be corrosive on the economy. But overall, our economy is in reasonably good shape. But we're seeing people start to panic out there that, that the whole world's going into a massive global slowdown. Look, we have written enormous amounts and talked enormous about record level debt levels in the world, uh, out of control spending in the world. Uh, Chinese stealing our technology, Chinese decimating our manufacturing. Uh, well, Europe is a basket case. We've written about this for years. I think it's going to get worse, but what I'm trying to explain is this is the best place to be. It, and and what we're going to see eventually is the world is suddenly – the problem right now is the media has successfully convinced the world that – Maybe capitalism and democracy isn't a, the best place to be, including particularly CNN and uh, the New York Times. And so the question is, look, where do we go from here? You know, should we look at socialism or communism as an alternative? Should we look at more of a planned economy? There's absolutely zero evidence. Go back and look at the complete evidence of the United States of America, and, and, and it is the shining star upon it, – it, it's the shining star on the hill – 
compared to every other country in the world. And so we've got to make a decision that, look, we're going to go back to what brung us here, which was democracy, capitalism, faith in God and Christianity. That brought us here to make us the greatest country in the world. We fundamentally altered the entire planet. We made it a better place. And we better start remembering where we came from and what we did. Because if we don't, we're we're doomed to destruction. And so this is what this is all about right now. And so so this is more bigger picture in but 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 I want you to understand this is where we're in pretty good shape compared to most other other places out there. And so what we want to do now is where do we go from here? A couple things. We got the shutdown coming up. You know, let's fight over the border wall. Donald Trump's got to be tough. Look, let's be realistic. Nobody cares if the government shut down. Okay. I I think a good portion of the country if we we're going to shut the government down for 6 months fine with them uh, you know our 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 state legislature in texas meets every other year and look how well we've done compared to to, to the rest of the country so uh, this is not a big deal and then we start my favorite one is what about these poor government employees that aren't being paid really they're getting a vacation and everybody knows they're going to get paid in the end so they get they basically get a week or two off with pay we all should have that deal Oh, it's even better than that, a week or two over the holidays. So so this is going to be a tough deal. We have to fight for this. But if Trump can do this, then he can convince that we can get the things going. If he gets the wall done, if he gets a deal from them, that's very positive. He got the, this huge prison deal done, uh, which was a huge bipartisan deal, phenomenal, really exciting for lots of people in the country, something that should have been done 10 years ago that Bush was unable to do and Barack Obama was able to do. This is exciting. It's a game changer for a lot of people in the country. And it's we have to start cleaning up our operations, cleaning up our system, coming up, solving our problems and moving forward. So hopefully we're going to start doing that. That'll be positive. In the interim, we're seeing a lot, a lot of problems with the markets, with the slowdown. And, and, and so where are we right now? All of these things are coming up. Everything's piling on top of the market, plus what we originally said was the quantitative easing and the higher rates. The market's been plunging here uh, all month. It's off close to 20% in a number of categories off the top. Uh, and I, look, I think if, if I think you probably see it rally up here for the next couple <laughs> couple days, uh, that you know because a lot of pe- a lot of institutions were just dumping things they didn't want to see on their books and they want to make it look like they have cash even though we've had cash everyone else wants to make it look like they had cash now so they're dumping things at the end of the year now that's going to probably end. Uh, I'm guessing by uh, if it doesn't end Monday, it probably ends uh, Wednesday or Thursday, and then you get a bounce up in the market, and maybe you get a rally in here. I, I I don't think this is the end of this whole thing yet, but you should get some type of bounce. Clearly, we're seeing a panic. Institutions were panicking, hedge funds were panicking, but this is the key: they're panicking right before Christmas. There's no liquidity in the market. Everybody's gone. They're trying to get out of town for Christmas. There's really not much liquidity, and they're just dumping stocks into it to try to try to save themselves, and there's no liquidity. And this is causing the worst uh, investment performance week since the financial crisis of 2008. And this is why you saw this massive drawdown in, in the markets this week. And uh, so look for a rally here sometime in the next – Next, should some probably most likely next week, 
Uh, you could see it some into the new year. I still think you've got, we're going to have to see where things go, but I, I still think you could go lower. Looking at, at some of the things, the market has broken down. We've been talking about this for, for months into October, November. We've been saying the market's breaking down, higher levels of cash. And 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 I, and I, it really, to me, looks like it's breaking down and continue to deteriorate. By the way, this is a live, before I forget, a live show. You can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, the Looking at the markets, you know, kind of stepping back a little bit, I, I, one of the more worrisome things I'm seeing is, this market appears to be solidly breaking underneath the trend lines that that go back to the financial crisis of 2008 and 9. I mean, it's on the S&P, a, a complete breakdown underneath levels. Uh, on the on the Nasdaq, again, complete breakdowns from the support levels of 2009. I mean, there's kind of a trend line that's gone up for the last 10 years, and it's broken underneath. And that's that's not a good situation. The market came down to to it seemed to bottom pretty close Friday to the Fibonacci numbers which is just some 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 number of 61% retracement of the of the rally from when Donald Trump started and so again more support here for it over the near term and and let me see how are we doing time wise we're coming up so why don't we take a quick break here uh in but like if you have, we we just sent out our max out savings report. We write a lot about this in the report. If you're not on the free max out savings report, we talk about this. We talk about common 401k mistakes. We talk about uh, rollovers. We talk about required minimum distributions. We talk about retirement. There's lots of great stuff. It's a free report. It's called the max out savings report. How to save money. How to build up wealth. It's all free. We're not going to call you up. We don't bother you. It's a private list. We've got thousands of people on it. Uh, just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com, and you can sign up for the free report. And by the way, if you need help, uh, we uh, I'll be happy to sit down with you and show you how we manage money at Max Out Savings Advisors using our value investing approach to the stock and bond markets. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. 
schydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. Just talking with producer Ryan about the the fun we used to have at going through the Chris, the Sears, the, the, the toy catalog. You'd look through, pick out your... The kids don't have that. Honestly, if I had a big store like Walmart, I'd be sending out a toy book to every house with kids. That's... Anyway, uh, but... Uh, yeah, okay. If you have any questions or comments, 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. Let's take a call from Oscar. Hello, Oscar. Hey, how you doing, Ted? Pretty good, pretty good. Ted... This uh, liquidity that we've talked about for quite a while here, which is uh, a worldwide situation. Now, this liquidity bubble, or the lack of it, it, the the thing is this. I agree that we have similarities to 208 as far as in the real estate market. And I believe very strongly, I I know you don't completely agree with me on this, but I do agree, I mean, I, I, I really believe this, that there's going to be a tremendous liquidity problem just like in 208 and it's already happening by the way i believe it in the higher end houses and i think it's yeah. going to spread yeah. i think it's going to spread just like 208 uh for the same reason as pretty much like 208 because they were way overpriced assets because of the quantitative easing that you alluded to I mean, tell me that I'm wrong. Well, look, I, I think we're seeing a slowdown, particularly on the east and west coast for real estate. Without a doubt, I think I think we're going to have problems there. Uh, I, what I'm, I'm wrestling with to some extent is is that rates are so low. And it, look, I, I guess when I say it's not going to be like 2008, we've not seen just the stupid things like we've seen 2008 with the zero down loans and just things that were going to blow up instantaneously. I think clearly the the tax law changes uh, on the on the deductions for for uh, home ownership are a huge deal uh, for expensive homes in particularly on the east in the west coast in, in in Houston people that have expensive homes here tend to be able to afford the expensive home they tend to be wealthier people where as everyone has to get an expensive home in in, in Seattle or or off San Francisco or New York, it, and so that really puts those people in a tough situation. And so I think I think home prices are coming down uh, on the coast. I think you're going to see a slowdown in in general in real estate. Uh, I I don't think the problem is in real estate this time. I think the problem is in corporate America, which is just recklessly taken on debt. And and I think those guys are in trouble. I think we're going to see corporate bond problems next year 
uh, quite a bit. And this is why we've been piled in. We really have been saying our clients, we're trying to get them in as much into government bonds, short-term government bonds, and away from the corporate uh, uh, as possible. Just excuse me, but the banks, I mean, the the affordability of houses, the banks cannot afford to finance these homes. They they cannot afford it's not the the people the banks cannot afford to go and buy these overpriced properties okay uh, because they're gonna be you, they're gonna be uh, they're out there like uh, you know they're gonna be really taking a chance that they're gonna be foreclosed and that's what happened in two oh eight yeah yeah no Oscar I th- I think the the difference is. Okay, is I don't think this is a 1980 in Houston, or I don't think this is a 2008 and nine across the country. It's going to be different this time, and I think you're going to see a material slowdown in real estate. I th- I think the bigger problem is in corporate America, in the stock market, and globally this time, and and that's where uh, everything is always a little bit different. And and they really tighten down a lot of the lending standards in homes and real estate. Now, we have too many people out there speculating in real estate. Those guys are going to get in trouble. But in 08, you just had too many people bought too much house because it could zero down, and those guys got in trouble very quickly. So this is a little different deal this time. Well, I hope you're right. And, and you're look, right because... it, it, make no mistake, it's real estate is slowing down. Uh, where I see the big problems are is what I – and I think it's corporate America, and I think we're going to see a currency crisis in the next two years. And I think that – and then eventually you're going to see more quantitative easing. That's going to lead to a big inflation, and that's why gold is going to work. And and that's why money funds and short term bonds are working are going to be the, be the place and and that's that's sort of how we're looking so it's not going to be the same just as 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 two thousand eight wasn't the same as nineteen ninety nine uh, and keep in mind the market fell apart in nineteen ninety nine but the economy went down for like one quarter and then came back up and kept going and so I don't think the problem the the problem elsewhere is in China. China consumes 30 between 25 and and 45% of much of the globe of the world's global commodities and so this is what we're dealing with there. I mean, I think China is in big trouble. And so the problem is there. So yeah, it's going to slow down in real estate very badly on the east and west coast, center part of the country not as much. I hope you're right. Thank you. Then. Okay. Thanks, Oscar. Good question. But it, clearly we have a liquidity problem. There's real liquidity problems in the stock market this week. You saw it. And uh, this is why we saw the stock prices fall the way they did. Tell you what, let's take a call from Ann. Hello, Ann. How are you doing? Hi there. Um, just want some information from you sure. on your uh, regarding oil and gas and the OPEC. And I understand that China is in Venezuela trying to lock into that market. They're in Venezuela, which is real close to us. Yes. And uh, I know there is some downsizing going on in the uh, service companies. Halliburton, for one, is outsourcing a lot of the, their jobs that they possibly can. So give us give us some idea about the oil and gas right now. You know, it's a good question. Oil and gas has fallen. It's $46 for oil this week. Uh, I'm surprised. It's, I think there's I, – I, I think there's support up – I think it goes back up to 50 It It – and what I think is going to happen is I think either you have to have some decline. The, the, the embargo with Iran has to start kicking in. And, and, and to me, this thing just looks like a washed out uh, where, where there's liquidity problems. Uh, hedge funds are losing money all over the place right now, and they're dumping everything they can get their hands on. I think they're dumping more oil than it should be. I think oil pops up some. We'll have to see see what's going to happen there. Uh, 
But if oil stays down and keeps going down from here, this is telling you that the global slowdown is probably worse than we anticipate. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and the thing about it is we, we drilled a tremendous amount, and now we're sitting on oil with it down, so it's not a good time to export anything. Yeah. So, like I say, we're, we're kind of hanging in there, so it's going to be like a, a standoff. And then with Saudi and Russia, and Russia is going into the winter, you know, so there's there's a tremendous. But China, like I say, is China is is doing a lot of things that are really negative. I understand from some information I got that right there on the Panama Canal that they've built two ports. Yes, right yeah. there on the Panama. So they're going to try to do some taxation. You know how they are. They're just. <laughs> They're evil. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah they, look, they want to be the global leader in the next 20 years. They make and, right. and they've one thing about the Chinese, they they they've hidden it for 20 years because that's their way is look, you never show the enemy what you're up to and we're the right. enemy. And, and and basically we we had corporate America uh, running point for China, and you know, every time there was a problem, they dash to the White House and 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 protect China, and and it did huge damage to the United States, and they were fools because they did not understand what China was really up to, and and so right. now we're in a tough situation. I mean, look, I I I've been saying this for a year. China's much much worse than anybody realizes, and now the establishment gets it, and and even with Mathis resigning, he's saying we have to be tough on Russia and China. We need to be tougher, and. I think he was talking more about Russia because Trump's been pretty darn tough on China. So the establishment is backing Trump on China, but there's no easy solution to China. Let me ask you a quick question mm-hmm. also. You're talking about, you know, in government, we've got a lot of people that really are supporters of China, like Feinstein and Mitch McConnell. Yeah. What, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, I've, I felt really strange whenever the uh, Secretary of Transportation was named, as, and she's the Chinese, you know, the wife of Mitch McConnell. She has uh, family in the government there in China. Yeah. What are your feelings there when you got the transportation secretary in that position? Look, I think it's a mistake because I think China is, is in an asymmetric war with the United States. And, and I think, look, there's lots of great Chinese people here. There's a whole lot of Chinese people who are thrilled to hear and thanking to be here and thanking God every day they're not in China. But I think right. we've got to be real careful to make sure that, that, that our assets are protected and understand what the Chinese are up to. And I, and I think there's been too many politicians that have really tried to help China out. And, 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 and the China, if you read the, 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 if you really dig into China, one of their strategies is, is look, go to the influence makers in those countries and convince them you're not a problem and then have them lobby for you. That's kind of the brilliance right. of China. They never lobby for themselves. They get people like Goldman Sachs and lobbyists and, and big politicians to do it for them here. And, and, and these people, I think, were in many cases were fools because they did not understand what China was up to. But they were getting rich, they lobbying for yeah. him. And in fairness, you know, I've read some books with by some of the top advisors to the United States China experts, and they that are pretty big hawks. And they said, "Look, we've really had to dig to get this information. The Chinese were very clever in disguising what they were doing over the years." Oh yeah, they're trying to just get take a hold of the, of the whole world. Yeah, and we got to stand up to them. We're the only people that can. The problem, it's look. You've seen what Donald Trump has gone through with China. In fairness to Barack Obama and George W. Bush, nobody wanted to put up with that. Do you see how tough it is? I mean, it, it, well, it's a miracle well, we gate, got Donald Trump. The gate opened with Nixon, and of course, you know, which you got in the lineage all the way down, it was everything was to to help China. Yeah, and it, then 
and, and then talk, talk all of our, our corporations, which are globalists, all them to put in all their manufacturing over there. So I'm saying it's, you're still seeing it. You're still hearing it. Yeah, it wasn't a mistake to bring him, to bring him open up the thing, but the problem was, was that, you know, at the, people forget at the time we opened up to China, about six, six, nine months to a year beforehand, there was a border skirmish between China and Russia. There was a lot of troops killed in that thing. And China mm-hmm. and, and Russia were at each other. I, I think the way you play China is, is we, we should become much more friendly with Russia because, I, you know, I don't see Russia taking any jobs from us. And, and, and I think you, because and, and in the end, Russia's going to have to deal with China because they're sitting right on their border. And so they're like, they probably need our help. But it, look, right. this is a complicated issue, and but but the, the thing to remember when you're hearing this is is the, the 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 trade issues are causing real problems for corporate America. It's slowing earnings growth, and the question is how bad is China slowing, and how much is that knocking down uh, commodity prices, including oil? Well, you've got to prevent them from being able to sell their product. Yeah. Over there, see what I'm saying, and we can we can manage for quite a while. You know, tighten the belts and manage over here for quite a while. But I'm saying is you've got to stop these corporations here from continuing to do it, and they're continuing. Yeah, well, they're learning a lesson. Here's how you do it. Well, until until like Apple, until it's like Apple, you know. Yeah, look, here's how how you do it. You convince you, you get really tough with China, and then if these companies start thinking, "Oh my God, I could be arrested if I go to China, or war could break out with China, or we could be sh- they could shut off all imports from China," then they right. have to move their manufacturing supply chains out there. That's what's happening, and that's why the tough talk in the back and by Donald Trump getting tough. If he does nothing else, he's helping the supply chains move. Yeah, but, good, good call, Ann. Okay. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, China's a tough situation, so it's pressuring oil as well. I, I th- Look, there's a lot of oil in the market. There's a lot of oil coming out of the Permian. Uh, I don't think it goes to $30, but if the global economy slows way down, you could see it happen. I think if the Iranian embargo kicks in, it should stabilize the price in here somewhere closer to $50, 55 but we have to kind of watch that. Uh, right now, the oil stocks are clearly pricing in $40 oil. Uh, you know, they're not, and oil right now is about 46 or 7 so the oil stocks are really telling that. Uh, you know, again, looking at the market this week, it's absolutely brutal, and I think you've got to continue to have cash in the sidelines. On this pullback, if you see something you really like, you can pick it up, but understand you better have enormous or bigger amounts of cash on the sidelines to protect the thing because this could get a lot worse. We, I've done some work looking at the at the decline in 1937, and, and th- why that's important is is after the 1929 crash, which was very similar to the 2008-2009 uh, great financial crisis, is in 37, which is eight years later, we had another sell-down where the market sold down about 46%. And... A very similar type of thing. It started selling out in 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 uh, uh, August. In, in in this case, we went down in October, and it went down about twenty six percent, and then it came back up some, and then went back down again. I think I think you're going to see the market sell off again into next year. So I think you've got to continue to have cash in the sidelines. You want to adjust your portfolios and to try to take advantage of some of the volatility, but but again. Higher levels of cash, short-term bonds. I think opportunities are gonna. You're gonna get some really good opportunities next year. And we're gonna discuss this in the show next year. A couple thoughts. We just sent out our max out savings report. We talk a lot about these issues. If you're not on the free max out savings report list, go to the website. 
again, it's a private report. It's free. We don't call you up. We don't bother you at all. And I think the only thing we've ever done is if we do a seminar once in a while, we'll put it in the Max Out Savings Report. I mean, that's the extent of it. And uh, we've got thousands of people reading the report. If you didn't get your report, it went out this week. Check your uh, your spam box or your junk mail box. And if it's not there, just you can re-sign up. Just go to maxoutsavings.com. If you need some help with your retirement, go to maxoutsavings.com. Uh, we manage money using our value investing approach to the stock and bond market. Look, I'm convinced one of the big things we're seeing here is this is the collapse of of passive indexing. You're seeing these people start to panic. They don't know what to do. Over the last decade, indexing has been one of the better strategies. That's coming to an end. This is the end of indexing. You're going to have to be an active manager going forward over the next 10 years. And that's what we do. And and I I think so. I think you've got to be real careful in this market. So if you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, and you can request an appointment to meet with me. Uh, it's maxoutsavings.com. Uh, Sam Malone put it together. It's a great website, his company. Uh, and a couple things. I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll see you next week. It'll still be the new year. And also remember our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's a key to building up wealth. Coming up at the end of the year, adjust your savings rate, get the 10% or more, and set up yourself up for a good retirement for the new year. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.